0: And welcome back to The Joel Show with myself, little old me, Joel Wall. Somehow Ask Joel podcast sounded better, but I, I don't want to come off as like Gary V. you know, wannabe, even though it just, it just sounds so good, but nevertheless the joel show it is and the joel show can include so many other things right i mean the joel show could do live events and all kinds of other things when live events come back anyway today we speak with ram Macnes, vp products at Arbe. Arbe actually means grasshoppers in hebrew so i was wondering like what what is i thought it was arb i thought it was like some kind of techie name arb and we'll hear on the show ram says it's arba and it's and it's grasshoppers or, or locusts and it, it was uh, intended just to, to um, describe uh, massive amounts of drones because they were working on this e-commerce drone project and you know the drones come in like a, like a swarm of locusts so interestingly enough Arba's building Arbe is building some extremely intelligent systems that will change the automotive industry as we know it. They use RF technology and their chips are designed to teach the car exactly what objects are all around them, no matter the outdoor con- conditions. So it's kind of like these uh, these cameras, but it uses radar, uh, almost like a bat. So it knows exactly what's in front of them, what's around them. This. Technology will save millions, millions of lives. So let's jump right into it. As always, as my intro, my outro, my outro, I always wanna say, yeah, I don't mind. Avram Cohen, my editor, leave all these mistakes in here. It's okay. Let people feel like it's natural. It's not perfect. Anyway, I always say reviews are great. But forward it to a friend, please. Just forward it to one friend that you think, hey, might enjoy this. This is technology. It's great. It's interesting. It's startups. It's innovative. Feel free to forward it. And uh, thank you very much. See you on the other side. Thank you, uh, Ram. I don't know the last name. Mahnes? Mahnes. Mahnes. Yeah. Uh, Ram, uh, you're from Arbe. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was pronounced Arb. No, it's Arbe. It's uh, from... Uh... The
1: word uh, Hebrew response, uh, like uh, when uh, Arba was uh, established, we were thinking of uh, doing drones. Yeah. We think about all oh. many drones coming, doing shipments, and need to make sure that they don't collide with each other, and they need radars for that. And that's where it uh, started. And, so, uh, so Arbe, and then we moved to automotive.
0: So for those that are listening, Arba in Hebrew is locusts. Yes. So when there's a swarm of locusts coming in, are you mm-hmm. saying they don't collide with each other? Yeah, we don't want them to collide with each other. If, um, the, the thinking
1: was about shipments, uh, like for example, Amazon and others that would do shipments using drones. I, we're talking 2015. And then we need to make sure that all these drones can fly safely without colliding with each other. And that's, uh,
0: that's where this uh, name came from. So, uh, so actual locusts, when they fly in millions and millions, so they don't collide with each other. I don't
1: know about yes. locusts. I, I know not. that, uh, yeah, I, yeah uh, but for sure, we don't want drones to collide with each other.
0: <laughs> so when you started the project, it was actually to work on an Amazon drone project? It was for, for uh, automatic delivery uh, using drones. And
1: then uh, three years ago, Uh, The thinking was that the radar problem in automotive is actually solved. And there are already radars in in our vehicles and there's no problem. And actually we got um, a lot of interest from the automotive market where OEMs, uh, these are the car manufacturers, they told us that the problem is not solved at all. And actually what was uh, applied to drones is very, very relevant for uh, vehicles, for our private uh, vehicles and for trucks and um, as well as autonomous uh, vehicles. It's extremely relevant and can really help the, uh, the industry of uh, uh, the automotive industry.
0: So at, at this point now in, in 2020, um, where's where the company at? What, what does yeah. ARB do day in day out?
1: So our main focus uh, right now is around the uh, automotive uh, market and we are making a revolution in the radar uh, for safety for the uh, vehicles. Uh, If it's uh, for our private cars, if it's for uh, trucks, if it's for ports that will do uh, uh, automatic uh, delivery, but it starts with our private cars, and uh, making sure that they can run really safely and uh, be much safer uh, than uh, today's uh, cars. Uh, if you look uh, at uh, today's cars, uh, if you look at the active safety of uh, today's uh, vehicles, uh, it's it grown a lot. And I think uh, what uh, they are doing today with cameras is amazing. But cameras alone are not enough to get your car really safe because first, it doesn't very, it's not very effective at night. It's not effective in fog, in rain, in bad weather, and it will always fail in some scenarios. For example, if you have a very strong sunlight reflection in front of you, and you need another sensor that is as good as a camera to give you an image of what's going on outside of the car. And till now, it was considered that radars cannot really deliver this level of image, this level of details like a camera. And that's a revolution that we are bringing to the radar uh, market in uh, in the automotive industry. We are bringing an imaging radar. It's a radar that can really give you an image of what's going on outside of of the car, uh, things that are considered to be impossible uh, in terms of cost and size for current uh,
0: uh, vehicles so in other words for someone simple like me to understand uh, when a camera when a car was just taking images of products of uh, objects it had you know one dimension two dimension however dimension they had laser hits a product so it can guide, kind of figure out but you're kind of combining it with laser and image and, and almost like a, like a laser camera that collides with the image and then actually creates an entire um, 3D or 4D um, mm-hmm. image for the Im- car to understand what it's looking at.
1: So almost because this is not a laser. This is actually RF
0: technology. It's like okay. radios,
1: uh, like a radios that you have yeah. in your cell phone. Uh, that's the same radio frequencies that we are using. Uh, and not laser because laser it has the same problems as a camera. Okay. It has the same uh, issues like, like in fog, in rain, it's not very effective in, in these uh, conditions. Radar, radio frequencies, they are uh, very f- efficient. Also, when you have fog and uh, bad weather
0: uh, conditions. So, and this is all this came all entirely out of your development out of Arbe's team. Yeah, completely. So, uh, um, radar, the, the, the radar
1: itself, many cars today, they already have radars. Like, for example, I uh, bought a 2020 model year car, and it has a radar in it already. Okay, so it's, it's not a new technology by itself. And uh, this technology is being used today, mainly for adaptive cruise control. So if you are on the highway and you set the adaptive cruise control and it makes sure it keeps the distance, exactly, the distance between you and the car in front of you, that's that's great uh, for this uh, use case. But uh, today's radar, they are not good enough, uh, for example, to detect a motorcyclist. What happens if on the highway you have a motorcyclist and not a car? or for example, uh, to understand uh, that there is a stationary obstacle. If you look at at the accidents that happened with uh, many of the autopilots, uh, these accidents, the main cause was lack of uh, imaging radar, lack of radar that is very efficient in terms of detecting what is outside. For example, today's radar, they ignore all the stationary objects, they ignore uh, bridges, they ignore obstacles that are uh, on the road. It's very difficult for them to see uh, small objects like motorcycles or imagine that you are driving in a a city and you have those uh, electric scooters. Those radars cannot really detect them. You need a much higher resolution radar in order to be able to detect those and avoid them and be careful from them and drive uh, uh, safely. Uh, and that's what we are bringing to the um, automotive uh, automotive market.
0: So are you partnering with um, car, car companies? Yeah, so the way
1: that uh, uh, the automotive market works is that there are OEMs, these are the known brands that we all know, uh, the companies that we know. But many of them, they are using what is called in the industry tier ones. These are uh, brands that we usually don't know they are not exposed to the consumer. Sometimes we know them because of other reasons. For example, we all know Continental, for example, because of their tires. But actually, they are a very big tier one that supplies a, a part of the tires and many other things to the automotive uh, industry. So we are working with both the OEMs and the tier ones to provide this solution to the, to the industry. So eventually, the tier one is buying chipset. Uh, the chips from us, the brain behind the radar, build its own radar and sell it to the OEM.
0: Interesting. So who have you had uh, tests with? Um, any, any particular companies? And, and what's, what's going on with the market? Like wh- where is this? What's happening in 2020, 2021 with, your, with uh, Arbe? So uh, we had, uh, we are not giving right now names yet, but uh, we had the tests
1: with several OEMs that tested our uh, uh, preliminary product and uh, started projects with us to develop a radar for their uh, their solution, for their platforms. Uh, This, in automotive, it's a long process. It's something that uh, takes uh, a few years usually and uh, um, this is done together with the OEM and with the tier one, usually, that uh, is building the hardware uh, itself and some of the software on it.
0: And um, any, any, uh, are there any car companies that I actually have invested with, uh, like publicly with, with Arbe? So uh, yeah, you can see in the, uh, on
1: our investors on our website, you, you see some uh, um, financial uh, groups of uh, car companies like uh, Bike and Hyundai that, uh, that are there. Um, and uh, we have projects also with several uh, OEMs that uh, are evaluating the technology uh, right now.
0: So this is going. So this is going to be a really big play play for you guys. This is a huge. This is a huge play because this is this
1: is really a revolution in uh, what this sensor uh, was able to do. I'm saying, I'm only saying that we're trying to do to radars what Mobileye did to cameras. So they took the cameras and made them really an essential part of the active safety system in the car. And that's what we are trying to do to the radar. We are trying to uh, increase the, um, uh, the resolution of the radar and let me give you an example. Uh, that, that shows the difference uh, between uh, the current radars and and what we are talking about. So let's imagine that uh, it, it won't be very accurate, but it's good enough for for uh, to compare. Uh, that you have that you look at pixels at camera. So pixel in camera is kind of channels in radars. So today's radars they have like twelve channels. So think and what we are talking about here is. Uh, multiplying by 200, so moving from 12 channels to 2300. So think about a camera that you had and then now you have a 200 times higher resolution camera in front of you. That's, that's not a small change, that's a revolution wow. in a, in the market. Um, and not only that, the problem that we are seeing with today's radar, and if you look at uh, the, the most famous accidents that happened, uh, these are because of the false alarms. The, many of the radars of today's radar, they keep giving you false alarm. What does it mean false alarm? It means that the radar tells you that there is an object in front of you where there isn't really an object there. And that's a problem because of the RF uh, technology that uh, is being used. Uh, and you have ghost objects. And if you look at, uh, at those accidents, what happened is that the radar said that there is an object. Like for example, there's a famous uh, accident uh, that a uh, woman crossed the road with bikes um, and was killed by an uh, autonomous uh, uh, vehicle. And um, if you look at the radar, the radar saw that woman, but the problem is that as part of this woman, It keeps seeing a lot of other things. So the system wouldn't know, should I really pull the brakes? Is it a real object in front of me? So today's radar, they have tons of false alarms, and that's a major issue for safety today. And with imaging radar, once you increase the number of channels, once you have this high resolution and a lot of pixels, you can understand and differentiate the um, real object versus the non-real object versus the ghost objects uh, that uh, the radars, and we are decreasing dramatically the uh, amount of uh, false alarms that uh, the radar is um,
0: creating. So the radar will also have the ability to identify and say, oh, that's a person on a bike, that's a, that's a dog. Will it have that ability, or, or is it just objects? So um,
1: you can, uh, uh, there are lots of uh, algorithms today that are trying, to uh, identify the classify the object based on the radar. But that's not that important because it doesn't really matter if it's a dog or a kid, okay? You want to avoid it. Uh, <laughs> or you want to make sure that it's a real object. First thing, make sure it's a real object and not a ghost
0: object. But my point and, is an object that that, mo- that moves versus, an, I don't know, maybe uh... – a fire truck, for example. Yeah. But imagine. But that's
1: that's the point. Even the objects that are not moving, okay, you uh, need to avoid them. And today yeah. the radars are ignoring completely stationary objects because of the false alarm issue. So, for example, that's how we not, we the accident that happened that the car went into a fire truck because uh, the radar didn't alert it because it is it's ignoring the stationary objects. Uh, So even stationary objects, you want to be able to see them. You want to be able to understand, for example, if you get into a tunnel, okay, it's dark in the tunnel, the camera cannot see, if you are outside of the tunnel and you are getting into the tunnel, the uh, camera cannot see an object that is inside the tunnel, but the radar can see uh, inside the tunnel and tell you, oh, there is a a truck uh, stuck on the side of the tunnel and alert you and pull the brake uh, to tell you uh, you are uh, going to hit the truck if you are not uh, slowing down, for example. And that's something that you can do with an imaging radar that you cannot do with the current radars and the current cameras as well.
0: That's fascinating. Mobileye, right, with the cameras. So is there gonna be a need for both?
1: Yes. I I believe that uh, we'll see uh, our uh, vehicles will have both cameras and radars. I think there are things that cameras can see much better than a radar. For example, uh, uh, street signs, uh, being able to read the signs and understand what's going on. That's something that a camera can do and other sensors cannot really do. So I believe that uh, we'll see. We still see cameras, and I think uh, the progress with cameras is is amazing. And we see the radar is another sensor that gives you a higher level of confidence that you're making safe decisions as the uh, uh, car is driving and helping you to drive and assisting the driver uh,
0: in a safe way. So so you believe that? We're going to be seeing this stuff rolled out in many, many uh, vehicles, many different uh Cars as we move forward in the next uh, what year or two? Uh, it
1: takes uh, unfortunately it takes more than a year or two to roll out new technology in the automotive market. It takes several uh, several years. But yes, we uh, we are starting already to see radars in many of uh, the cars. But we'll see more and more prevailing into uh, many of the cars. Even and I'm not talking about luxury car or very high end uh, cars. I'm talking about uh, everyday mid-end cars that will use these uh, technologies to uh, assist the driver and give him a safety package uh, around him that uh, takes control when uh, there are emergency situations and even try to uh, uh, drive or help him driving uh, in the uh, day-to-day life.
0: How many lives do we think about like that we're gonna be saving with this new technology? I think I think the potential here is
1: is really unbelievable and and you know we we are usually um, counting casualties but it's not only casualties it's only people that are injured think about these people as well uh, like for example avoiding electric scooters I I don't know in uh, Tel Aviv for example uh, they are everywhere and you want to make sure that you don't hit one now uh, uh, it might not be a um, uh, might be really badly injured, uh, or you don't want that. And um, using these uh, technologies would be able to save those lives and make sure that uh, these people are, are safe and create a better communication between the street, the surrounding, the environment, and uh, uh, your car uh, itself. So sharing the the road with uh, bikes is, I think, a, a critical uh, thing. Uh, kids, uh, you know, running between uh, parking uh, parked uh, cars. For example, I think that's that's another a uh, case that uh, a good radar would be able to uh, mm-hmm. to alert, pull the brakes, or maybe steer the vehicle away from a um, uh, from this uh, kid that is uh, crossing between the uh, cars. Um, and, and remember, radar is effective day and night. So it's unlike camera, uh, the fact that it's night or it's dark, mm-hmm. the, the radar doesn't feel if it's uh, dark or uh, sunlight uh, outside. Um, so these, these, these are things that uh, really we, we are here to make a much safer world uh, around us uh, with these uh,
0: technologies. Let's talk about the hardware. Because I'm thinking, so what, what is it actually? Are we talking about some chips that are going? Yes. To, and would so, these be able to, 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 to uh, would, would older model cars be able to upgrade their systems with these chips? Or is this entirely into new builds?
1: Yeah, so these are a good question. So first of all, yes, we are talking about chips. So uh, we are making both the uh, RF chips that, you know, a radar is a transmitter. It's transmitter signals. And then there is a receiver that receives the reflections of uh, so a. So, a radar works with sending an RF signal and then getting the reflections from the key that is crossing or from the motorcyclist, uh, et cetera, and getting their uh, a reflection. And so, we are creating the RF chips and also the brain behind this uh, radar. Um, and, and I think that's where it, that's the main point here because it's very, very difficult to process this amount of information that you are getting uh, to this level of details. Uh, and we are creating also the brain behind it, the chip itself that is uh, behind it. And uh, uh, regarding your question we, uh, of aftermarket, what is called aftermarket, uh, I think at first stage we we'll see it in new uh, vehicles and not in the aftermarket because it's not only a sensor that you need to replace, you need to Replace the brain, okay, that takes decision inside the car to pull the brakes to steer away. Uh, all these decisions. This is usually not an aftermarket uh, features. These are things that you um, uh, that you have uh, that you buy with uh, with the car. So I we see uh, OEMs that are uh, striving to sell um, like a sensor suite to um uh, uh, to consumers so you'll, buy to, you'll get to your uh, dealership and you'll buy the sensor suite where you are getting a much safer car uh, at a, the at a premium.
0: Are we seeing governments getting involved in terms of uh, grants or anything like that?
1: So uh, uh, we are getting grants also from, uh, from governments uh, on, on this to help uh, and expedite uh, the uh, development of uh, these uh, technologies. Uh, we are seeing also standardization bodies and initiatives or uh, government uh, initiatives as well to promote these, uh, these technologies. Uh, there is a very big uh, Vision Zero um, initiative in Europe to get zero casualties in, uh, in accidents. And, uh, and this, is, this fits perfectly. Into this uh, this vision that we really want to create much safer roads and streets uh, around us uh, with uh, using uh, high tech technology.
0: Interesting. I talk to different startups, and I, and I would think, well, number one, this is the next billion dollar chip between between me and you. <laughs> uh,
1: we so so if you look at it, yes, it's uh, again we are saying that uh, we are building. Uh, we are doing to radars what uh, mobile ID to cameras yeah. I think everybody knows today what a camera, what it means to have a, a camera in your vehicle and uh, how useful it is and, and the same would apply to radars um, so yes, we truly believe that this, this is the next revolution in safety of uh, vehicles
0: so like I said I was, I was going to say, so talking to a lot of different startups and Um, you know going for funding and going for marketing this is a very different play because here you've got something revolutionary Mm -hmm. you don't have to tell anybody about it you just keep on doing it and then ultimately I guess um, the awareness builds around around what you're building it's not it's not like a marketing play that you need to go out and tell the world oh look what we discovered this is where you have the car companies working with you and saying let's let's do this
1: I can tell you that on a personal note, I I used to work with uh, Texas Instruments uh, where there's a huge sales organization, a great sales organization that is is really everywhere. And I was very concerned moving to a startup company that I need to approach now, you know, these big OEMs, these big car manufacturers. Would would they open the door? Would they really pick up the phone and answer my email even? And uh, um, I can tell you that all the doors are completely open for us, and uh, uh, we are getting constantly uh, being asked about the progress. About can did we achieve that milestone? Did we we achieve the other milestone? And they are constantly following us. They are ordering systems to evaluate it themselves, to think, to start integrating it into their systems and then uh, make this revolution into their, uh, their platform. And um, the level of cooperation that we are getting from all the players in the industry is, is, is amazing. It's, I, I was shocked coming from a big organization, a big corporate like uh, Texas instrument, coming to a startup company and seeing how the industry really helps and promotes when it sees that it has a very relevant technology like this, uh, this technology. So this is uh, this is uh, uh, quite quite amazing. It's quite an amazing experience uh, as well, from from our standpoint.
0: And it's it's very inspiring for me, and I'm sure for people listening, because all, all you need is is an idea and a dream, and the possibilities are endless. No matter what's going on, could be Corona, could be anything else. It doesn't matter. You've got something big. You're gonna change the world. Um. In mean, Millions and millions of lives um, will be saved from this kind of technology. So that's that's the most interesting thing about this, really. Besides for the Thank money, you. you know.
1: Yeah, and and uh, I can tell you that uh, uh, the people that are working, the the engineers that are part of uh, of this company, uh, um, they are very talented. But they are here also because it's it's about saving lives and it's about the cause of what uh, what we are doing you don't have a lot of chances to get involved in a technology that really would impact the safety of our, of our day-to-day. And, and that's the opportunity here, and that's why we're so thrilled uh, and excited about it.
0: Well, Ram, I'm excited too, and I, uh, you know, I've, I've been seeing, seeing and I've been seeing a lot of uh, news developments, and I look forward to continue watching, and I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing uh, some information about the company. Thank you, Joel. Thank you for listening to The Joel Show. Listen, I'm here to put out stuff for you to enjoy that'll bring value to your life. So if you did not enjoy this, please post a review about why you did not enjoy it. And I'm going to learn from that review. And if you did enjoy it, drop a review. And if you can share it and say, hey, check out this Joel guy, listen to what he's got to say. I would really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Until next time, Don't forget to hustle on.